You're listening to Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the lovely Desi. How you doing, Desi? It is a new year. Oh my gosh, it is a new year. It better be a good year, too. We had a little bit of a break. We took a couple, few weeks off, just, you know, had holidays. to refresh for the holidays. There's not a lot of time for We were going to record. Like it didn't happen. No, it didn't Life happen. happens. Yep. Life happens. But we're back. We're back for the new year. We are. We are. We have great news stories for everybody, of course, because that's all we do. That's all I ever do. I don't Desi know Desi is here you. to bring You're the funny. I am here to bring everybody down. Yep. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what I'm here for. You know, 2022, it's a doomer year. We're going to go. We're going to be dead before the end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Mm-hmm. Just uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. No comment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I am first tonight, and this is a perfect mood to kick off the first story. Perfect mood. Well, yeah, talking about a doomer year. Oh. I mean, it's not really a, about a year, but it's it's a very interesting story. Okay. It's a very interesting story that first peaked its head in the 80s. And I'm oh. curious if you've ever heard about it. Okay. Have you ever heard of the well to hell? Didn't I talk about, is this like a portal to hell? No, this is not a portal to hell. Okay. This is a hole that was dug. Yeah, I thought I talked about this... It's possible, and I totally spaced it out. I'm gonna laugh if you did. Okay. Well, I brought I brought a bunch of information. Which country? Russia. And by Siberia. Kind of. Was it trying to dig to the center of the earth? No, this was not trying to dig to the center of the earth at all. That was not the point of the okay. expedition. Okay. Are you ready? Ready to hear the kind of the story? Okay. I'll start out with the kind of the story. Kind of the story. <laughs> kind of the story. Geologists working somewhere in remote Siberia, according to the original story. This is what I just said. Was it by Siberia? Had drilled a <laughs> hole 14 kilometers deep. Okay. First of all, you want to get to the center of the earth. We're a hell of a lot lar- larger than nine miles. <laughs> so not going to get, you know, that's not quite deep enough. But okay. uh, according to them, the drill suddenly began to rotate wildly. And they hit a cavern. Okay. At 14 miles underground. Okay. Uh, Mr. Askov, who is according Askoff. to... Askov? who is according to the reports, he's the project manager of these geologists working on this team. He was quoted saying that uh, they decided that the center of the earth was hollow, even though they didn't come anywhere near the center of the no. earth. <laughs> and according to the story, they lowered... Or first of all, according to the story... There were temperatures were measured at over 2,000 degrees. So only what? 14 kilometers down. Do they hit like they say temperature, a volcano? On, they say temperatures were over 2,000 degrees. So they lowered a super sensitive microphone down there. Like that's going to survive 2,000 degrees. But, you know, that's what they say they did. They lowered a super sensitive microphone down into this 14 kilometer well. And they got a noise. They did. I we're know. I played this. I'm going to laugh if you it probably sounds did. like wind. No, this doesn't sound like wind at all. Okay. This is what they this is what they heard. Oh my god, this is how the book came about. 
is people screaming. Mm -hmm. First, it sounded like dinosaurs. It's hell. That is what the report the, the reporting is. The reporting after this goes on to state that the scientists ran out of the area and covered up the hole really quickly. Because, I mean, these are scientists, of course, so they're not oh religious. God. But now they've all been converted to Christianity. Of course they did. And hell has been proven to be real. This audio file... I just can't. Is I just can't. ...everywhere. You can go on YouTube right now, and I bet there's a thousand videos of people saying this audio proves hell is real. Oh, my God. This audio is from a movie called Baron of Blood. It was a horror movie back in the 70s, if anybody would really I, like I to know. I really don't care <laughs> if anyone really actually believes this. But you know there are people out there who do. But here's why. Because There's a reason this story spread the way it did. When did this happen? In 1980s. This is in the 80s. In 1984. Was it 19... Okay, I was going to say 1988. In 1984, there was an article about an experiment about a well in Russia. But this well was done at the Kola Peninsula, which is like right between Russia and Norway, Russia and Finland, right in that area. Not in Siberia, which is on the other side of the continent. Um, But this Kola well is the deepest well ever drilled in the world. Okay. It's 12 kilometers, not 14. So it's, you know... Hit or miss, not quite what the story says it is. Um, and Scientific American publishes this article about this uh, this well. Uh, they found rare walk, rock formation, flows of gas underneath there. Really surprisingly, they found water at twelve miles twelve miles down. They didn't expect to find that, water that deep. They thought it would. They, they thought they would have passed it by then. And they found the temperature at that depth was 180 degrees. Yeah, I didn't think A little it was... off of the, you know, thousands of degrees the original story had it at. But in uh, 1989, <laughs> of course, this story gets picked up. And who does it get picked up by? It Russia. Gets, it gets picked up by the Trinity Broadcasting Network. Oh, God. This is a Christian radio network in the United States. I just lowered they my aired, head. They aired a piece called Scientists Discovered Hell. And they say it happened at the Kuala Peninsula and that a Norwegian school teacher like had been part of the broad part of the expedition and he had all this information for them and blah blah blah. Okay, here's the thing. Anyone who's listening to our podcast yeah. knows I'm way into science. Yes, you are. I I believe there is something bigger than us out there. Mm-hmm. But if you are so religious that you can't even stop to think for a moment that science exists, mm-hmm. this is not the podcast for you. No, probably not. Probably That's not. all I'm saying. Probably That's all I'm going to say. I am not trying to debunk anybody's religion. Tell you the truth, one of the favorite places I got my information well, from today... Well, there are today, people who are religious One of the favorite places science. I got my information from today, and one of the... He, this guy who actually discovered where the audio came from, because the audio has been floating around for years and nobody had actually officially found out where it was from. But that's because a and lot of did. people aren't going to stop to go. He's an audio you engineer. You don't have the reverse yeah. stuff on the internet like you did back in he the was an audio, He's an audio engineer who was able to dive into the audio files and actually realize that, you know, it's this from this movie and it basically was dubbed over itself to sound like more people than it actually was in the movie, but he all proves it all. And then he goes on oh, to explain boy. how he's extremely religious, believes in hell. This just obviously is fake. And, you know, 
So he was probably damned to hell. And probably, I'm, I'm I'm sure he was. Anyway, in the spring of 1990, so in 1989, the Trinity Broadcasting Network broadcast this. In 1990, a, a, a man living here who was originally from Norway writes them a letter out of trying to play a joke on the Trinity Broadcasting Network. They took him seriously and decided to report it as he was from Norway and he was a reporter and that he was officially confirming these results, which obviously none of them were true. None of this is true. We did not find hell underneath 14 14 kilometers underneath the earth. It's just not... It's not that far down. That's not that's not far away, you know. <laughs> really? Well, it's a, it's a long ways away. Have you been there? No, I have not been there. But these scientists actually did. Well, they went to twelve point two instead of fourteen. But that's but. what they found, didn't you hear it? Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard. <laughs> I heard the the audio track from a movie. Um, short after nineteen after the early nineteen nineties, the only place this story has shown up after that is tabloids. A lot of tabloids have run it, of course, because, you know, it sounds like a tabloid story. What was that one tabloid back in the day that was huge? Inquirer. Inquirer. Why was I thinking E? I'm sure Inquirer ran a story. Oh, I'm positive. Ran a story on this. Um, There's actually been some stories that were in tabloids that told it very similar to this, but they end it with the devil came up out of the hole and chased everybody away. Maybe there was a golden fiddle. There could have been. There could have been a golden fiddle. But it wasn't in Georgia. It wasn't in Georgia. It was hmm. in Russia. Hmm. On the border of Maybe Russia. Maybe there's Norway a Georgia-Russia? You know, Georgia is a country very close to Russia, and a lot of people speak Russian in Georgia. But is that close to Siberia? I don't think it is. No, it's Eastern Europe, Maybe not really Maybe there's Western a city Asia. called Georgia. There could be. There very well could be. They could anyway, have been a fan of country music. You'd anyway, I found it very intriguing and one of the re- biggest reasons I found it so intriguing was so many people, even now online, you go you go into Reddit or go into a bunch of forums or go into YouTube and you can find thousands of people who believe this is 100% factual true. Well, yeah, you go to the uh, Grand Canyon yeah. and they have a spot for people who don't believe in science yeah. to learn about the biblical. Yeah, I just... it. Th- that's where the story caught my eye because it was like there are so many things pointing to the obvious that this is not true if you know just a little bit about science just a little bit about how the world works and what what the world consists of you know you talk about like magma you know where magma magma is located 35 miles below the earth's surface mm-hmm. well it can be a little above that too it, because it's yeah. about ready to come right out I'm of not a saying volcano it can't. magma but these is people didn't come even close lava it is yes it's just not I just, outside. I mean, vast, of the volcano, vast amounts, of, and it's got to come from yeah. somewhere. No, it does, it does. But it did. They did not discover a cavern with hell with people screaming in it, and that is very obvious. And I wish people would just realize that. Like I wish people would realize a lot of things. <laughs> Good luck. I know. Good luck. That was my first story. The it's uh, like Aerosmith used to sing. The well, dream on. The well to hell. Dream on. Yeah. Okay, so my next story. So I was sitting in the break room, and one of the teachers there likes to do fun little things for the other staff at the school. Okay. And there was this troll taped onto a bowl, upside-down bowl. troll was taped on A troll on a bowl. And there was a piece of paper next to it saying... 
who's the troll supervisor or something like that. So mm-hmm. who does or who does the troll report back to? Okay. And I'm like, what? What? And it's a troll doll. Yeah, I, I get that. So I'm like, what? And we're all joking and laughing, and one of the teachers was like, what was it, troll on a bowl? I'm not even going to say it because I can't even remember it, and it's not going to be as funny until I remember it, but, oh, horn drawer. <laughs> and then there was there was Santa Claus and a few different ones but Mm -hmm. those two stuck out the most especially the one okay but so i was of course i didn't write anything because i of course jump on google Mm -hmm. and i'm like what's going on here what is this so you know what troll on a bull is no i don't know what troll on a bull is do you know who troll on a bull might report to (laughs) no idea santa claus okay so it's it's not a spinoff Okay. Of Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> really? Sounds like it. Uh, that's what the book, the author of the book says. Okay. It's not a spinoff. Okay. <laughs> it's a spinoff. Yeah. It's not a spinoff. Okay. So I got this uh, of, and th- they actually did a Kickstarter. This, so this is how recent this is, but it's creepy looking off text techfaster.com okay so troll on a bowl helps parents of boys solve a major problem the dreaded pee on a seat problem okay so troll on a bowl is conceptually a similar to wildly pop- popular the elf on the shelf and mm. it comes with a children's book and a troll mm. the troll is really <laughs> creepy creepy and this is not what I picture a troll to look like. Um, so the story of the troll oh in the God. rhyming illustrated storybook is amusing. I'm thinking troll, you know, wild hair troll doll thing. Like, That's what I mean. this thing. This or something is, creepy, like some creepy, creepy creature. That's That looks like an elf. Look at the ears. Yeah, he keeps the boy. That doesn't look anything like a troll in my mind. Seat. When I think of a troll... Not what I think of. No, no, me either. It's just a creepy looking elf. Yeah. So uh, the story of the troll in the rhyming illustrated storybook is amusing and it's engaging and will have both parents and children laughing. The troll, so goes the story, were enlisted by Santa to make sure the young boys were not making a mess of the bathroom. The troll secretly drops targets into the toilet bowl. Things like cereal, stuff that's like Mm -hmm. not going to ruin anything to help boys improve their aim. As young boys begin to improve their aim, the troll leaves them gifts around the house. So this is throughout (laughs) the year. So this isn't necessarily a Christmas Christmas thing. thing, So this is how it's different. Okay. And it's not elf on a shelf. Does he show up in weird positions around the house? Like no, he sits on the back of the toilet. Which to me would be creepy. Like if I got up to go up pee in the middle of the night and I saw that thing sitting in the back I of my would toilet, be freaked it would out. be in my backyard because I it's not staying in my house. Uh uh-uh. uh. No it's way creepy out. looking. Yes. But it does not look like a troll. It's just no. creepy. Elf on a shelf is creepy in its own. No, I agree. Elf on a shelf is definitely creepy. That's creepier. 
So anyone with a young boy, this is a major problem, as you may know, mm-hmm. or going to have a little boy, you're going to find you're gonna out. You're going to find out. Yeah, there will be pee um, everywhere. And I remember the cereal trick because my mom did it with my brother. I remember putting Cheerios on and she'd be like, aim, aim. You could just hear her hollering from the bathroom. Aim, aim. I'm going (laughs) to scream that next time your brother's in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure you drop the Cheerios in there first. But I did it with Tristan. I didn't really do that with Ian, but Tristan didn't have, like, my brother, my dad was gone. He was a trucker. My dad was gone. So... My dad wasn't around to show him how yeah. to go. Tristan wasn't around. Tristan had nobody Tristan to show him how to go. So I'm like, aim, aim. Yeah. And Ian, he had Tristan and you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. That's probably where I, I might have failed I have definitely stood over the mom. toilet with Ian and showed him how to aim at a toilet in my life. Yes. So, yeah. I n- didn't really do that. But this is definitely something and maybe even dads might be like this kind of weird because some parents are like that though too no like, i, I can see how you might think it's weird but then you got to think on the other hand you know you want to wipe there's up a lot of single, single mothers out there who are looking for other ways to teach their children and this might be a great way who knows this i mean probably be please like, use something that looks a less less creepy because they might be afraid to go to the what? bathroom you might have a the peeing the pants might, problem if, if that thing's if on the, the back book of the is toilet funny though if the book is funny, the kid might not find that creepy. It might not. But let me tell you, I think if I was a kid, I would have a I'm going to pee my pants problem because I ain't going We've in the bathroom. We've never read the book. Maybe I should have bought the book and then kind of maybe, read it or maybe. something. I have no idea. So definitely check it out. If they didn't have it in our library, because mm-hmm. I tried to pull you it actually up. looked in the library? I tried to pull it up on my phone to see if I could get yeah. it on Libby yeah. and see if I was able to read through it real quick, and I wasn't right able there. to. Our library system does not have it. Some other people's library yeah. systems might have they it. might have it. Good way to look it up. But definitely check it out, and yeah. honestly, just if you don't have kids, or if you don't have boys, or if you don't have little boys anymore... Go to the website or our website. Click on the link yep. to bring you along in the creepy doll. Because you have to creepy, look at the creepy, creepy looking doll. doll. That is a creepy doll. It is not a troll doll that no. I grew up with, with no. the big hair and the naked doll. Yeah, well, no. actually, in the 90s, they started dressing them up different. But That's a creepy doll. That's creepy. That is for sure. And it doesn't look like the creepy trolls from movies that you see that are mean yeah, no. or anything no, like that. It's just weird. Elf on a shelf creepier. Yes. I creepy. Agree. I agree. So yeah, that's my first story. Cool, cool, cool. And it's a Christmas thing, but it's not a Christmas thing. But it was brought from Christmas. Yeah. Interesting. Creepy. So I don't want to look at that thing anymore. <laughs> Well, All right. Flip the paper upside down. <laughs> I, I will. I'll flip it up. <laughs> anyway, my next story. First question. I have no idea who this person is. I'm curious question? if you have any idea who this person is. Okay. You've never asked me a question. Do you know who Stephanie Motto is? Motto? Motto. Stephanie Motto. M A T T O? Yes. M A T T O. Sounds really familiar. Like, I feel like I do know who this is, but I don't. She's a reality TV star who appeared on 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day. I've I've watched a couple of those episodes, so maybe that's why. Maybe. I have no idea. I didn't know who she was. I know nothing about her. 
Well, except for what I, I'm about to tell I was, you. I was intrigued by the 90 Day Fiance because I was like, how does this play out? And don't you even feel more pressure mm. being you're on this reality show? Mm. Now, it blows my mind because here I'm talking about a reality star. I'm not really a reality star kind of person. I know I, you aren't either, really. I'm not really, but I have watched a few reality. Yeah. I'm more of the baking, yeah. cooking reality type. It's from a show called 90 Day Fiance, which I have no interest in. I've, I've watched it a few times because it, it was intriguing like the first season. The story comes from one of your favorite websites. This is the story. Oh, here I thought it was going to be about chocolate milk. From IFL Science. When you asked me, don't you read off of this? And I'm like, yes, no. yes, I do. No, no. See, Stephanie Mato had her appearance on 90 Day Fiance. Obviously, that came to an end. I don't know how she did. I don't know how you do. I don't know if you win that. Uh, clue. You don't, you don't but win. It, it ended. It's just, it's, it's. I'm assuming they are paid to oh, I'm be sure. followed I'm around, sh- I'm, I'm but sure. there's no winning nothing. Yeah, so it's, it's and it's over, and I'm sure she, in a relationship I'm sure she made good money on it, but obviously it ends and the money's over, and you got to find your next gig, right? I don't what think do that's how that kind of was. It's like people were brought over with the intent to get married oh, well, that whatever. they've had these relationships with online for okay. a while. Well, she decided that her next gig, the next way she was going to make a living, was she was going to sell something online. Maybe that's how I've heard her name. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. She sells jars of her own farts. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is how I've heard that. <laughs> I have heard that, and I'm like, why on earth would anybody buy I don't know. a jar of fart? I have no idea. And then I went, nobody would buy my jar of fart because I don't think I could advertise it the way she does. Do you know what she charges for a jar a of fart? A lot of money. $1,000. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that's what she charged before the holidays. Nobody would pay $1,000 before the holidays because during the holidays, she, there was a deal. There is some sugar in that. Well, you know damn well it ain't smelling good. She, she ran deals during the holidays. Oh, my God. Um, but she did make up a little over $200,000. I want to smell my or sell my farts. Yeah, well, Nobody would want to buy not, that. Probably not. They'd, want to, they'd open it and be like, this does not smell like roses. There was one point where she was pumping out 97 jars in two days. I could do that. Are these okay. like baby food jars? I, I really don't know how big the jars are. If they're baby food, I could definitely do that. You just like have six of them sitting there and boom. Unfortunately, she's had a career change. Well, of course. It came to an abrupt end because she landed in the hospital. Oh, my God. Was she eating beans? <laughs> Lots of beans. Oh, my God. <laughs> she should have just been eating sugar. Um, She liked to get things rolling with some beans, then a protein muffin, and then some yogurt. Why would anybody and then some hard-boiled buy a eggs. fart? <laughs> Why would... And, if you have ever bought one of these farts... Please yeah, please let me know because I have no idea what I don't understand. It, if there's some infatuation, I would be glad to sell one of mine for ten. Yeah, yeah because yeah. you know what, I can guarantee I can top her, and I ain't eating what she's eating. Uh, she's quoted here saying, <laughs> that "I remember. I remember within one day, I had three protein shakes, a huge bowl of black bean soup." Um, and I could oh tell something was not right. Obviously, you're that like evening, methane, she's like lying in bed overload. and she feels pressure in her stomach moving uh, upward. It was hard to breathe. And every time she tried to breathe, she'd feel like a pinching sensation around her heart. And she believed she was having a heart attack. She headed to the hospital. 
Uh, thankfully, she wasn't actually having a heart attack. No, it's all um, the pressure from her guts, like, expanding. Yes, that's exactly what it, the problem was, and they advised that she change her diet. Obviously. And to take a gas su- suppressant <laughs> for medication. <laughs> take some Beano. Of course, if you're going to take a gas suppressant, that is not going to be good for business if business is selling your farts. So Just she eat will... the sugar. Sugar's enough. You don't need the beans. Trust me. She will no longer be selling her farts. And of course, what's the next thing you move on to in this day and age if you are... So they were buying stinky farts? Yes. 200,000 people bought stinky farts. Oh my God. I could totally make it stinkier. Not 200,000. There's $1,000 of sales. Only like 200 people that bought farts, I guess. Oh, thank God. Thank God. That makes me feel better. Well, actually, probably more because she was giving a deal. So it would have been more than 200, but like less than 500 people for sure bought farts. Oh, thank um, God. Thank God. People aren't... She moved oh, on to, of course, the next greatest invention in the world. Do you if you think it a... actually smelled I have by the no time idea. they got it? I have no idea. If you fart... I'm going to fart no, in a jar I'm, just to I find out. I was like, out. if you fart in a jar, send it to us. Hell no. I'll fart I in a jar fart myself. I can fart my own jar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll open it in, in 14 days to yeah, see if I open see if it, it and... See if it still smells. I have no idea. No clue. <laughs> it was a... The site oh, my God. You know what we're doing? We're doing an experiment, we'll and we will experiment. let we'll our listeners. Back. We'll report back. Find we'll out let our listeners know. She she was doing this on a, a <laughs> what the heck's the name of the site? The site is called Unfiltered. <laughs> oh my god! Um, it's it's kind of a, a kind of a porn site. It's oh. where freelance a lot of freelance porn happens, where you can buy things from people pictures videos so these are like people that. with fetishes yes these are fetish people oh my god sure. never sure. i would never even put my real name on there yeah that's that's crazy next that's thing you'd have crazy. like these creepy fetish stalkers yeah can i just smell yeah. it closer if you want to get in on her next uh her next big thing she is selling a uh, digital fart jars as nfts so digital if- if you want to get jars? into the NFT craze that is going on in the world what? right now, you can get into that with digital fart jars. Digital? F- so what? It's just a picture of a, a jar. A, so like you buy jar. it? It's an NFT. It, it's very I... hard to explain. It's called. It's a non-fungible token. It's a, the new Bitcoin kind of thing where it puts a, like a, di- a digital image from the internet is given uh, a serial code, basically, that makes it somehow valuable because it's one of a kind, even though you can still, you know, right-click and get copy and paste and whatever. <laughs> but the right-click, copy, and paste doesn't get that token on it that makes it the original. I have no idea. I don't understand the technology or what it is, but okay. people are freaking out online about it. So. Okay. Weird. Anyway, that was my second story. That was, Fart that was a... Oh my God! We had troll on a fa- bull and to fart, fart in, in a jar. Yeah. I'm loving that. That is good. That is good. My next story is going to be even better. So just wait. <laughs> just wait. I'm I'm almost kind of sort of following <laughs> this trend here, because I had troll on a bull and you followed with the bull to a jar. Well, I'm following your fart to a butthole. Fart to a butthole. Uh huh. The first preserved dinosaur butthole is perfect and unique. Paleontologists say. A perfect and unique butthole. (laughs) The first preserved butthole. Well, that's because nobody (laughs) preserved my butthole yet. 
You're not I a have no dinosaur. Idea. Well, I didn't know we had to be a dinosaur to be like considered for this award. It's <laughs> not know. an award. I don't know. <laughs> so the first dinosaur butthole ever discovered is shedding light where the sun don't shine. Okay. I love this article because there's so many punnies. So the discovery reveals how dinosaurs use this multi-purpose opening, mm-hmm, okay. scientifically known as... Okay, I was supposed to look this word up to make sure I said it right. <laughs> the cocal vent. Okay. Uh, for pooping, peeing, breeding, and laying eggs. Holy cow, that's a busy hole. So apparently the only animal mm-hmm. known is a crocodile that does that nowadays. Okay. Even though the dinosaur is closely... Out. Anyways, so the dinosaurs... Uh, derriere is so well preserved researchers could see uh, remnants of two small bulges by its back door which might have housed musky scent glands that the reptile possibly used during the courtship hmm. so an anatomical i can't even say it <laughs> i've yeah. had i've had a few drinks okay anatomical Anatomical. Yeah, you're, you're fine. Am you're I fine. saying it right? Yes. Why does it sound funny? I mean, you might not be, but I have also had a few drinks, so anatomical. I can't say anatomical. Anim- anim- I'm adding an M. You are. There's no M. Anatomical quirk, also seen in living crocodilians. Okay. <laughs> That's a funny word. Said scientists who studied the specimen. So it doesn't quite look like the opening of birds. Which are close, the closest living relatives of dinosaurs, which mm-hmm. I, I have always found funny. I found it funny, but I've definitely heard it a million times. I've heard it a million true, times, but. too. And I know it's true. But it's hilarious that dinosaurs and birds mm-hmm. are... Anyways, um, it does look a bit like the back opening of a crocodile, um, but different in some ways. Okay. So the well-preserved booty belonging to the dinosaur, Cetacosaurus. Uh, Wait, yeah, I said that right. Cetacosaurus. It's a long word. Um, a briskly tailed Labrador size, hmm. horned-faced dinosaur. So it's it's a relative of the Triceratops. If you were to think of it, but them. it's Labrador sized. I've never thought of a dinosaur as Labrador sized. That's kind of funny. This one is. That's kind of cool. So think of Sarah, but a Labrador size. Okay. Okay. So none of the reproductive soft tissues, like a penis, were preserved. So the researchers can't say whether the di- this dinosaur was male or female. Okay. Um, the team noticed that the outer region of the Loka, see, this is the word I needed to look up. Um, we're covered with dark shades of melanin. Uh, perhaps this darkly pigment area was a type of visual display similar to the bright red butts seen on baboons. So this, this not di- positive, this is but this like, is a guess. I, I can imagine this dinosaur with his butt way up in the air, getting a suntan on there. It's under the tail. It's on. Oh, I have pictures. Oh, so it's flipped over upside down, legs I spread wide open. Pictures. No, the tail is lifted up. Dum-dum. Oh, okay. There's pictures. 
Well, these aren't pictures. I, I was hoping for like pictures of like a dinosaur, not pictures of bones on a floor. <laughs> I get. I'm not. Gonna this find isn't dinosaurpornhub.com. Okay. Oh, okay. So the pigmented lobes on each side of the dinosaur's anal opening might have held mus um, secreting glands, and the glands hmm. are found on both male and female crocodiles. Um, and in those creatures, they release a fatty, smelly substance during courtship. Hmm. So they're assuming the same for this. Um, and just like in most land, uh, vertebrates, except for mammals, which have more than one hole for all that fun stuff, Mm -hmm. the dinosaur used its hole for everything, which explains why researchers found a fossilized poop in its butt. (laughs) Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Hmm. Sorry, I'm such a child sometimes. So this is quote unquote. And this is a quote. It's like a Swiss army knife for... Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> it's a Swiss army knife of escritory openings. Okay. okay sorry. So the dinosaur's butt is compared <laughs> compared to a Swiss Army knife because <laughs> all the good things come out of it <laughs> or go in back in it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a child. <laughs> it does everything, <laughs> but, but does it I fart do. into a jar? <laughs> Can it fart into a jar? Clearly not. There huh? weren't jars when dinosaurs were alive. It can't do everything. So it, but. I do want to say that this does still need to be peer-reviewed or published in a journal yet. Okay. But, yeah, you can find this on Live Science. We'll have the link. Go That's awesome. Get out so you can go see the pictures. Read the pretty punny. That is awesome. <laughs> this is funny. That is awesome. Our show is nothing <sighs> about poop and... No, yeah. It's a very serious show, yeah. <laughs> farts yeah oh my goodness my next topic <laughs> this is a serious topic really yes now i know we How are being serious? kind of inundated with subscription fees we've got netflix and amazon prime and what else do we subscribe to you know Disney youtube premium Plus. which i cancel and resubscribe every once in a while i don't like i know YouTube. you don't um i do points for xbox game pass there's all kinds of subscriptions out there that you can get right. I'm trying to think of other ones. We don't have very don't many because I'm kind of a stickler. There was a time like, when no, we, we did Audible, for that. and we did, you know. There's oh, so I still got to cancel my Audible. So we've done lots. Oh my of subscriptions, god! Oh but my god! I found god. a new one. I Maybe found, I did cancel. I found a new subscription service. Oh, I know you'll love this. Crap! You're gonna love this. This is a must be, especially with the new. Do rest- all my Audible points move over my credit points so I can this? cancel it? Because no. I lose all those. You use them if then. I cancel. Anyway, I can't. I don't have time to use them. That's anyway, the problem. A new subscription service just announced last week. It's ten dollars a month. That's a lot of money. It's ten dollars a it's $100 month. Hundred dollars a year. You know who you're subscribed to? No, the government. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> it you is don't a, even have a Taco Bell well, up They're building here. one, aren't they? That's what I heard. Possibly. I heard one's being built. You know what? That's a telephone wrong. game right there. No, it is. It is. Who in the hell knows? Yo, but Taco Bell. Taco Bell released a subscription service. It's $10 a month. You get one taco a day. 
For ten dollars a month. Ten dollars a month, one taco. But you a day. gotta go pick it up. Yes, of course you have so to. So that's pick it up. gas money on top of yeah, it. Of, because of we don't it live in that town is, either that it's being built in. There are a that's variety a of drive. tacos included. You can either get a soft taco. A hard taco, a spicy potato soft taco. You know taco. damn well it's a shell with meat slapped in it and a little bit of You can get a Doritos taco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have to subscribe within the app. It's unlocked in the app. and then you They don't ship it? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they do not ship it. They did a test pilot of this in Tucson, Arizona in 2021 in September. And um, they experimented with price points between five and ten dollars, and they said ten dollars was their uh, price point. They found out was the best, and they've actually found out their Dorito Locos Taco Supreme was the My most God. recommended taco. We need to have a conversation about this off the air, okay? Because there is an apartment building right next to where it's building, and yeah. if it is built. I can guarantee everyone in that building is going to subscribe. Oh, I'm sure. Because they're going to walk over yeah. to get their one taco a day. Yeah. And there are, what, five, apart, four? There's lots of uh, four buildings, I think. Four buildings? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Now, Taco Bell says that they're, the point of this is to hope... To turn casual customers into regular customers makes sense. Yeah, um, I see that backfiring. It might, it might backfire, but uh, how much do these tacos cost without that? They're like eighty nine cents. Okay. So if you go twelve so if days, it's I paid lived for. in those apartments. You go twelve days. I it's know paid damn for. well. I would walk over there every day, and that would be my lunch. Yeah, no, yeah. But Taco Bell, what they're hoping is you're going to walk over there, you're also going to buy pop. Shit, I want two tacos today, so I'm going to get two. You know, I might buy one taco. I'm just might. saying. I'm just saying. That's what Taco Cheaper Bell wants from you. package of ramen noodles. They're trying oh, to bring no, you in the door not. with a subscription service. And this is the first fast food chain I've ever taco. seen doing a f- subscription service, which I found very intriguing. That's a very, crazy. A very interesting way for fast food to try to manage in this day and age. With a subscription service to Taco Bell. Crazy. That is crazy. I like the concept, however. It's an interesting concept. I don't know if it'll work. I don't know if... I don't like I said, see it working. Here, for me, very, very difficult because we don't live near... Literally, I live near to one fast food restaurant and that is a Subway. We wouldn't even and that subscribe. Is it. Like, no. There's no way. I'm not in that area enough days to make it worth it. If they had it up here... I still don't think I it would. W- if it was across the street from my house, maybe, <laughs> or across the street from where I worked, maybe, you know, and if I was in a situation like that where I was driving by one every day, then maybe, and I really liked it, maybe. even if we were in town by there 10 times a month, yeah, it's still not worth no, it. No, no, it's still not worth it then. You ha- it has to be more than that, for sure. Oh my gosh, people are going to subscribe to that. You know what people are going to do. Okay, you know what? No, here's what I people are going to do. I am seeing how that works Here's what now. people are going to do. They're going to subscribe to it, and they're going to forget. Gonna <laughs> then they're they're gonna never going to use it, and they're going to pay no, Taco Bell 10 bucks a month for the rest of their, their life. They're going to go get their $1 taco a month, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And Taco Bell is going to make two. a killing. It's a great idea for Taco Bell. Oh. Absolutely great idea. Now I'm starting to see. I mean, you know there are people who are going to use it daily, but there are people who are not. I mean... There are still over 3 million That's people. That's why we don't subscribe to things. Because I still... always tell you, you're going to subscribe to it. And then you're not going to like it. Or we're going to need to cancel. And you're going to forget. 
And there then we're going to be paying for that. And I say that yeah. all the time. In this country right now, there are still more than five people subscribed to AOL dial-up. Do you think they're using it? There's still five they're people? They're not using it. It's just they put it on a card and it's been or onto their bank account and they've never touched it 20 years later. How do you and they're not still paying that? for it? See, and there's five no, million people still paying for AOL stuff. dial-up. It's like, crazy. I'm even telling you, the day something goes through, and I'm like, you were supposed to cancel that, and here we are the next day after the end of that that free trial. Yep. We just paid for it, and that's why they do these, because we don't, and I set alarms. You tell me now, yep. and I set an alarm. I set an alarm. Cancel. Last time you day. set an alarm, I had canceled it already. Because I had said, we need to cancel this, and then I reminded you, and you said, I already did it. Yep. And I said, Okay. But I did set an alarm because you are notorious. <laughs> oh, I'm horrible at it. I'm absolutely horrible at it. <laughs> You're notorious. I think it's for a great that. idea to pick it up, and I do intend to cancel. And then I just, whatever I was using it for, I watch whatever that one thing was or that one thing I'm I on wanted. I'm on our online banking every day. And then I forget about it. I'm like, everything. And I'm then glad, all like, of a sudden, I'm like, like, see, I told you you forget. Some of them got better. Like Amazon's really good now because you can literally, if they have a trial for anything, take the trial and cancel immediately. And, and they, they don't cancel, cancel you it. until your trial's up. So you can just literally get it, cancel, and you A can keep it. A lot of things are like that, but not everywhere no. is. Yeah. So, funny. Anyway. Well, I'm the last one, ain't I? You are the last one. Okay, well, mine's kind of... It's fun. Okay. But it's not poop or farts or mm. any of that Shucks. tacos. But it's about stickers. Stickers. Stickers are fun. Stickers are not fun. Yes, because now I have to go buy a bunch of stickers and bring them to school with me. Stickers weren't fun since I was in like... What? The Don't last, even talk to me. Don't even talk to me. The last stickers that were fun... Don't even talk to me. The last stickers that were fun in my life... Stickers have always been fun. No, 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 All no. of them. The All of them. The last time stickers were fun in my life, no. they were stickers you didn't actually take off because they were on the back of a card you didn't want to ruin because they were garbage pail kids. And they were all stickers, but nobody took the stickers off the cards, and they were just cards, and they collected them as cards. This is true. When I was a child, and we would go to the Miller Hill Mall in Duluth, mm-hmm. it was like an hour drive. Mm-hmm. It was an hour but, drive for me, just in a different direction. But I was grew up elsewhere. I don't even know the name of the store. It was like a wood store type thing, and they had an upstairs... And they had all hmm. these rolls of stickers. And my parents would always no let us pick one sheet off of one of the rolls. Mm-hmm. And we would sit there just gazing at these stickers. Hmm. And one of my dressers that I had that was actually <laughs> a kitchen counter where it had the six drawers in it. Mm-hmm. But it didn't have the countertop. But I used mm-hmm. it as a dresser because I did. And it was missing the cutting board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had stuck my nursery rhyme stickers on that thing when I was huh. in the sixth grade. That dresser came with me from the sixth grade on there. Interesting. Because they were the coolest stickers, I thought. Because yeah. you didn't see stickers like that, but they were the of the nursery rhymes. Yeah. Of like the old Mother Hubbard yeah. And, yeah, yeah. and the three kittens who had lost their mittens. Mm-hmm. And I put one different sticker on each drawer. And those stickers were still on it when I gave it to one of my friends. And they were like, this is kitchen counter. And I'm like, I've used it as a dresser my entire life. Hmm. My entire, well, since the sixth grade. 
Fifth grade. Fifth grade, and I got the stickers in the sixth grade. Okay. So, I love stickers. Okay. What do you got to tell me about stickers? So, January 13th, Thursday. We're going to hit it like a national sticker day, aren't we? It is a national sticker day, so I'm taking stickers to school. Maybe some gold stars because, you know, the gold star stickers are always the best. Gold star for you. Gold star for you. Gold star for you. Okay. So January 13th. Hope I have meetings. Which, you know, January 13th is Mm -hmm. the day this is released. It is. This is release day. So we'll be releasing morning of January 13th. Mm -hmm. Just know today is National National Sticker Day. Day. So make sure if you have kids, get your kids stickers. And you know what? There are a lot of adults that like stickers. You might be a stickler yourself there, Alan. Yeah, I'm not a fan of but stickers, I but stickers. I know a lot of people who like stickers. Stickers I, are fun. I have it no interest in stickers. It brings out the child in you. I will say I do like, I am the type of person who likes to put at least a sticker on the back of my laptop. I'm that I kind bet of if person. you were to ask Kelly at work if she still has the gold stars on her computer, because sure I always does. gave her the gold stars, because sure I gave her the gold stars. And she'd be like, but you're my gold star. And I'm like, and a gold star for you. <laughs> so, yeah, before I left there, mm-hmm. she has gold stars. And since you have monitors now from there, I bet she has her gold stars at home with her. I'm sure she does. So a little bit about the history, though, is um, historians credit the European merchants in the 1880s as the first to stick labels to their products in an effort to promote their goods and wares to passer buyers. That is weird. Like that is not what I pictured. That Did is you not what I Shakespeare? Pi- no, I pictured like Chine- old Chinese medicine being wrapped up oh and then my a Chinese God. label putting over the top of it. That's twine. That's like no like I, I just watched this thing where a guy was putting a Chinese label over a thing. Obviously it wasn't in the eighteen hundreds. Um, but in my head, it happened many, 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 many hundreds of years ago. Obviously, it didn't. Well, a little over 100 years ago. Okay. So, pre-industry entrepreneurs use gum paste to mm-hmm. put the labels to adhere and well stick, hence stickers. Uh, by the 1900s, a sticker-specific paste had been developed and was widely used. <laughs> Hmm. I've made my own stickers. You've seen my stickers. Yes, I've seen you. I've seen <laughs> your They're stickers. very inappropriate stickers, and I took them to work. I still have some because um, you can buy a machine to roll printed paper. When do you think the first things. time a kid stuck a sticker on a wall and got yelled by his parents for ruining the paint? <gasps> I wonder if we could <laughs> find that. That would be wonderful. Or like anytime we buy the kids the stickers, and I'm like, if you have these, if I see them on any window, any wall, Anything. I do find it funny. Like we definitely have kids who are into, like our daughter is very into stickers. Or at least All she of our has kids been. are. They have, even, yes, I'm not saying they're not. Even our oldest, like, Tristan, before he moved out, he stuck his name on the door, and I said, "Don't put that on there." And he goes, "But it's my door." And I said, <laughs> "It's my house. Now That's my younger, door." Now his younger sister has his name on, his door. <laughs> <laughs> on her door. Knock on it, and even Ian. Why is Tristan's name on your door, Ava? <laughs> but like, I hand Ava down a laptop. That has political stickers on the back of oh, it. Oh God! And she within three days, it's full stickers. of anime. <laughs> so horrible! So horrible! Yep. 
stickers are fun. And I don't even know how she got those anime stickers. Oh, we bought them for her. that's right. Two years ago. Yep. So, yeah. But, so anyways, things you can do to observe. Well, I'm just going to hand out a bunch of stickers yeah. and put them in the kids' mailboxes. Um, you can host a sticker collection contest. Award prizes for the largest, most colorful, and most original collection. I We won't be doing that. No. Uh, stickers bring in business, so create a buzz around special day using stickers. Won't be doing that. I really that. think small businesses, especially small businesses in a small area, should have stickers to pass out. It's a great way to advertise to people. It really is. Like I agree. I love stickers. I mean, you don't. I my, love stickers. My current laptop has one sticker on it. It's from a podcasting host that I don't even use, but it just says I love podcasting and has the name of the podcast host on it. So it's on my laptop. So, but they do inspire creativity in the classroom. This is where mm-hmm. I was like, yep. Um, you can ask students to design for events or campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, get organized, color code your favorite projects with stickers. Like it, and like me, when I used to work, and it was one of those tough jobs, which is still your job. Tough jobs where you feel defeated half the day no, yeah, because getting a you're dealing with a lot and giving amazing. a gold star to yeah. somebody. Because a gold star, it's like as a little kid, you yeah. got a gold star. I, I, I will admit, and as an adult, I don't care how tough an adult you are, you are given a gold star. Yeah. You were going to feel like a little kid yeah. for a moment. I mean, like, oh, I, I got I a gold star. I never got stickers when I was in the office, but we did get like little thumbs up, like little poster or little, Those almost like stickers, were but they dumb. were like, not the pens, just the little things that stuck on my wall that were had like a thumbs up, but they were made of like a fabric. Like they weren't stickers. But they were they pinned onto my wall. I liked getting those. That was cool. A gold star will never surpass anything. The gold star is like an A plus. I agree, on but the only paper. problem with the gold star is the gold star goes away with whatever you stuck it to. I still have these thumbs up things. They're if you put it, uh, no, there. I had little three D gold stars, and I remember if you were to ask Kelly, it's three D. You can feel mm. the texture on it and stuff. And she put it right on her computer monitor. Okay, and. I had a couple of them around my com- computer monitor because I'm like, I'm a gold star. Yeah. I mean, they used to call me uh, Ann Sullivan. I was the mar- miracle mm-hmm. worker. True yeah. story. I did things that people didn't think was possible. And I'm like, I can't do this. And then they'd be like, wah, wah, wah. and I'm yeah. like, fine, give it to me. Yeah. And I did. So, so Thursday, I, I Thursday, made this Thursday. Stars. So the day this podcast comes out, it's National Sticker Day. This Thursday, celebrate by getting some stickers of some kind. Buy somewhere. some stickers on your way to work and pass out those. Even if it has to be a bumper stars. sticker, I don't agree with. Celebrate it. Oh, <laughs> celebrate don't it. Don't ruin your car with a bumper sticker. I don't care how you celebrate. I agree. Whether you should. I agree but or whatever. With you if or you want not, to, whatever. It's bumper your car. stickers just unless you're it's trying to hold your bumper up. That might help with a bumper sticker sometimes. Yeah. I've seen cars where you oh, yeah. know those bumper stickers are there to hold something up. For sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> but anyways, definitely go find some fun stickers yes. and hand them out to your friends yes. or family or colleagues or if you are a teacher or work in a school out to students because you know it'll make their day? A sticker. A sticker, yeah, for sure. So... 
if you really want to celebrate National Sticker Day, you can tell us about it. You can also tell us if you fart in a jar or if you're enjoying Taco Bell. Oh my uh, God! Uh, new I just need service. all these pictures. <laughs> I don't need a picture of the Taco Bell service, but if you have the Taco Bell service and you secede, s- secede. I can't even say. It. If you go over the ten tacos, succeed? yeah, yeah, a day, yeah, a month, a month. Let us know. Yeah, we'd like to know. Did you make it? And if you don't, let us know. Yeah. Because if you're like Alan, you you subscribe and you just forget you subscribe, you subscribe and, just and we continue to pay for this thing yeah. forever and Whatever. ever and ever and every month. It's I a good go, business. They need what's the money. this? You haven't canceled yet. Yeah. You said last month you were going to cancel. Alan, we're three months in and you still <laughs> haven't canceled. At three months, he is canceling. I do yes. have to say that because I will hover over him and watch him cancel it by yes. that point. And then I get a notification to outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com where you can also send an email <laughs> and let us know how much you like the podcast and how much you want to hear more of it. Please feel free to come to... I always go Facebook first, right? Facebook? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Had a few. Come to Facebook at outlandishoutcasts and podcasts and definitely leave a comment let everybody know how funny i am mm-hmm. but let us know about your farts in a jar or yes. the stickers that you gave out that day or if you do have a troll on a bowl leave <laughs> leave you, a picture of the troll on the bowl i want to see how creepy your troll on a bowl is and this how one's successful creepy. this was oh i'd love to see the story just a couple pictures yes. of the book itself it doesn't have to be the whole story yes. but I am curious. Yes. You can also find us on Twitter. We are there at Outlandish Casts. Or otherwise, Instagram at Outlandish Podcasts. Outlandish Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> Outlandish Outcast Podcast, I believe. Oh, is my goodness. Instagram link. Oopsies. That's and okay. You definitely love us there and follow. Or leave us a rating or review in whatever application you happen <laughs> to be listening to the show on right now if you are actually still listening. If you are, let me know because, God, nobody makes it this far. <laughs> I feel like I totally like lost it on it. That's the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, well, you know, it, it happens. happens. It happens. It happens. Anyway, as you can tell, we have had a very good week. So you should have a very good week. Have a good week, everybody. Bye.